Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. And my name is Lockie, and this week, Louis, you made me play The Eternal Castle Remastered. I let's did. talk about it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Good eye. Hey, how are you, you doing? Right I'm alright. You alright? I'm I'm good, thank you. I'm good. As I just told you, I'm crouched on a little bed in a little alcove of an attic. Recording time played three HR. From a very special attic. From the other side of the world. Oh so it's far. It's the away. morning for me and the night for you. I'm ready for bed. This is a uh, Aussie the UK cross-continental podcast. Yeah. No. No one's ever yeah. done something like this before. This is the first time. Uh, yes, it's pretty fresh. Yeah. We're, how you say, cutting edge. Yeah. How you doing? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, it's a bit warm. I'll keep the aircon off for the, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we don't have a loud, a loud, a loud humming. I appreciate that. Um, but no, other than that, I'm okay. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay. It's a, it's a, it's colder here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. We should talk about video I, games. I, I believe reckon. it. Yeah. So, um, when did you play this? Did you play the, how? How long is this game as well? Uh, it's just for context of three hours. It's uh, it's not very. I didn't finish it. It's like. Uh, Oh, really? No. Is that because you got to the end, though? Uh, yeah. But you didn't finish it? Nah. Okay. I couldn't because be bothered with you that took screenshots fight. of the final boss. Yeah. So I know you at least got that far. Yeah. That's all right. Well, little uh, little giveaway, Lou. You don't have to worry because I did play it on your account because uh, <laughs> we couldn't get Steam family sharing to work. Yeah. And I did get you the achievement for the end of the game. Oh, thanks, mate. For beating the game. I found, so, I found that last boss fight just really annoying, and I was like, oh, I've done. I'm you're done. very welcome. Thank you. We'll get to that boss fight. We'll get to that <laughs> boss fight. Don't you worry. It's on my list of things to talk about. Um, the Eternal um, Castle. Do you want to talk about it, or shall I talk about it? Or? No, I think you're probably more in the know of this one. Um, you, you didn't know anything about it when I recommended it? No. And at this point, no. have you had any exposure to the press around it at all? No. Okay, so um, it came out of nowhere. I don't really know if it's been super, like... Uh, Well-received? Well, just like, yeah, I don't think it's been, like, hugely in the conversation. Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think it's, like, one of those indie games that's, like, taken the world by storm or anything like that. Um, it's called The Eternal Castle Remastered, and I think it's made by two gentlemen. I could be wrong. Um and the press around it was we played um, this game in 1987 called The Eternal Castle, but we can't find a copy of it anywhere. And so we remade it in our memory. Um, and it's the, now and now we can play it. So it's um, it looks like a PC game of the late 80s, early 90s. So it's like, what do you call that, CGA 
um, computer, like computer graphics. So it's like four tone, four palette color um, thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 16 bit game with a four, with like four colors it's, it's a, in the color palette. I think it's technically a two bit game. Um, Is it? <laughs> yeah. With, with, um, with, f- yeah, four palettes at all times. Um, four colors even, not four palettes, four color palettes at all times. Um, and it sort of plays like um, some references I felt were drawn from were like, have you ever played um, Another World or Out of This World? Mm, no. Uh, um, or so like this sort of, platform or prince of persia so the original prince of persia is another good example so like these these sort of like platforming puzzle adventure games with like rotoscoped animation um and weapon uh inclusion of like weapons and different enemies and like getting and getting around them is 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 more kind of well this one's more combat focused but like another world is a lot more of a puzzle game um yeah um, and Prince of Persia has like puzzle elements to it as well. Um, so it's sort of yeah. about like balancing the difficulty of the platforming because the controls are horrendous and, and, um, uh, Oh my, I mean, we'll get to that. I mean, that's what I feel like we could talk about for the whole podcast. But, <laughs> um, and um, I, so I, I just saw this, I think I just saw like a gif of it in a tweet and I heard about this, like, it's a remastered version of a game they played as kids. And I just thought it looked rad and it sounded rad. And I do really like games like the original Prince of Persia and Another World. Um, and it kind of lo- looks like Nidhogg and Nidhogg's cool. So I was like, yeah, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just buy this. Um, and it was like six quid. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. And it was on like a, it was just like on a rainy day. I wasn't feeling too hot. I just wanted something to play that was new. And I yep. just like sat down and turn this thing on, put some headphones on, and uh, it felt it felt so good, you know, to just... Um, I love it when you just stumble across something. Um, Absolutely zone in. Um, and, like, I'm sure, I'm sure some of the discussion we'll have is how maybe it's not um, your favorite game of all time, but, like... Um, and I knew recommending it... <laughs> I have a, <laughs> a habit of recommending these, like, 2D side-scrolling cinematic video games that look really nice with little substance <laughs> um that you tend not to not enjoy so i i knew when i said it that like we were probably going to have that discussion but um so this one actually i actually i would say i enjoyed it good i would say i mean especially it wasn't quite three hours so i knew you know i didn't have to go through the like a long dragged dragged out experience um, but it's interesting to hear you say that it's a game that was just remastered from their memory, uh, because that plays out so nicely and clearly in the game, and I wouldn't have realised that unless you had said that. Uh, so, for example, like the game doesn't really want you to know what's going on when you're playing it. Yeah, I felt like that. Like, so it opens up with this long text of like context for the world you're in. It's a paragraph, and it's full of, like, sci-fi jargon, and it's like, your ship has blah, 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 and you blah, 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 blah. But not only that, uh, the font they've used is so complex yeah. that it took, like, three seconds to read each word. It's really hard <laughs> of to this read. Long pa- it's really hard. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, but after, like, six words, you're like, forget it. 
so you're straight off the bat, you don't really know what you're doing. Um, also, it talks about the fact that you're dreaming in the game, so it seems like the game's a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice in the dialogue, I found it said, you are dreaming, or if you meditate while dreaming, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so there's all sorts of times when that idea of you kind of know what's going on, but you also mm-hmm. kind of don't know what's going on mm-hmm. uh, comes across super nice. Yeah. So that's that's um, nice to hear. Well, so I have... I should also say that um, it's highly likely that the Eternal Castle never existed and they made that up. Um, yeah, so I, I looked it up afterwards and uh, I was doing some Googling and I typed the Eternal Castle original mm-hmm. and there was nothing there. Yeah, so people have like tried to find it. Um, there's some like discrepancies with like um, what they've said in the past about like if it was a game they played or if it was a game they wish they'd played at the time. Um, if it's PR. It's, it's definitely it's PR. PR. Like it's done. definitely like, but I, I'm, I'm fine with that because I think actually it's part of the whole thing. It's part of the experience. And I think it really, as yeah. you were just saying, like it's seeded into that game, like the whole, the whole thing of it being like mysterious and like floaty and hard to sort of conceptualize at all, at all times really adds to that experience. And I think the reason that I got really drawn to it was because there are games I played when I was a kid that I don't know what they were. Um, and I have like these vague, these weird, wonderful memories. Of these, like, memories. These like games that are like magical, like, like yeah. I, I couldn't exist today. Magical in the way they presented themselves to me as a, as a kid. Um, and I, and this game captures that feeling so well, even though I didn't play late eighties computer games, I wasn't far off, and 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 there's some vibe that they they get um, so it's well. True, it's true. It's true. It's like a game that you played at a friend's house. Yeah, exactly. For example, you didn't exactly. even own it, but you might have every time you went over there played it, mm-hmm. and you just have all these crazy. So I have like one version like that that I've looked for, and it was from it was early internet days, and. I remember my friend Ted, I was at his house when we were tiny and we were allowed on the internet, you know, plugged up, connected in and we were taken to this website for kids and it had all these kids games and like that's just something I will never ever have again. Mm. And I remember it was, it had these like pictures and you had to find things in the pictures. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like a Where's Wally sort of thing but with objects and I remember trying to find that game an infinite number of times, but that that game is 100% gone from the world, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I'm never going to deep play that again. Yeah, I mean, I have something pretty similar. Like, I went around to a friend's house um, when I was in... It would have been just after I finished nursery, probably, but he was from the nursery school I went to. And... Um, mm-hmm. And it was, just, it was like, his, on his old PC, and I think it was... I remember it in black and white and there was like this boy <laughs> and um, you run across this bridge and then the bridge collapses and you fall into the river below. And I think thinking about it, it maybe it was like a point and click adventure game. Um, but I really have no idea what it is, but it, there's something so mysterious and so um, magical about it that it could kind of be anything. And yeah, and I just think uh, the Eternal Castle Remastered just 
so well captures that idea of it being this like vague dream um and i and with the obscurity and like i think i so i think the poor controls it, and stuff like that uh, add to the experience for me um, you, you think i mean it's definitely i'm with you so i have like in one of my little categories of things that i could talk about and little notes that I made before I, when I played it. Uh, so I have two extra points in things that um, make the game, like, what's going on. One of those being the four-color palette, and the second one is about, like, controls mm-hmm. and just how messy it is mm-hmm. and how you just have to figure it out. But uh, do we want to talk about these controls now? Should we get it out of the way? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So, uh, I mean, it just controls, like, Prince of Persia, like... In terms of this sort of, um, basically, it feels like a combination between you are always stuck in mud slash you are always on ice. Um, yes. So your character will always move a step or so after you've released the move, the move key. Um, so if you if you tap left, for example, on the keypad, nothing happens. If you tap it, you can tap it. Yeah. You might turn around. Might you might not. <laughs> <laughs> you tap it, nothing happens. If you hold it for like three quarters of a second, yeah. you dash. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes maneuvering in this game impossible in small movements. Yeah. It's terrible. And it handles <laughs> so terrible. My, I guess my question is. And don't get me started is, on jumping. Ha- have you played games that feel like this before? Uh, not that I remember. Because okay. it's like, it's not an unfamiliar feeling. Um,. For me, I I don't know how I came across so many of these games in my life, but I guess I just have played quite a few of those types of games where, like, basically it's because of the rotoscoped animation um, that they end up feeling incredibly sluggish in the same way that Red Dead feels incredibly sluggish because it's got insane animation, Uh, I guess. Um, These games were going for a similar thing back in the day. So, um, So your character animates really well, which means that the movement controls suffer hugely. Um, okay. Um, and yeah, so it does play like the original. There has Prince to be ways around stuff. that. Yeah, of course, there are games that do both really well, right? Um, but I guess I just make a choice. So, I mean, I wonder, it makes me wonder, was that a choice or not, really? 100% a choice. You like, think it was? Yeah, because they're trying to they're trying to harken back to the original Old, game that didn't Trickier exist. games. Um, yeah. and, and it, I mean, it's a remastering of a game. Uh, Theoretically. That was meant to be hard to them. Yeah. You know, it wasn't meant to be an easy game. So I guess they could go with that. Yeah. Um, and I th- and I think for me, I think that stuff, when done right, and I think it does do it right, adds, yeah. um, adds a personality to the character. Um, in not a dissimilar way sure. to the way like Red Dead does it, like it just like it it brings it brings me into I think the in space the, I think better. In the animations, it does. Mm. I think in the animations, it does. I don't think it does in the way that there's a massive guy with an axe trying to run at you <laughs> and you don't move. That's that's not character, <laughs> you know. You're yeah. trying to dodge an attack, which is pretty universal. Not dodging an attack because you physically can't move doesn't yeah. give someone character. I don't know. I guess I think it is. <laughs> like I think, nah. I think there's like a 
It's like a. It's like. Get out of it. It's like a no, but it's like a language that it's like a language that like a video game has is 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 poor controls. Are you saying it gives character to the game or both, to both. the? I'm not saying specifically. I'm not saying specifically the character. For our pixel antagonist. Yeah, I'm not saying that specifically because I can't press left, right, and they can't move accordingly means that that's part of their characters sometimes they struggle to jump but i do yeah. but i do mean that like it is to me that whole interaction that struggle that i have interfacing with the game is yeah. like is a value and a decision you can make when you're making a game that is interesting yeah. and i think adds a, a certain depth to it Personally. Sure. And I think it, it sure. harkens again, it's like paying homage to those games of the past, but also um what it means is that I end up playing a lot more deliberately. Um and those moments where controls work, those moments when like, oh, there's these weird mm. creepy zombie things behind me and I'm pressing the shift bar to sprint and and then I stop just at the right moment and I bring up my shotgun with the with Q and I press E to take one out and I'm out of bullets and like there's there's a sometimes you're like yeah you're just full on a sequence of really nice inputs um so I th- I think I think like exactly that when it's something that's not super precise the game feels nice but there are a lot of times when the game re- uh, requires you to be super precise mm. and that feels awful mm. uh so for example and I think we'll get to this later. The final boss, oh, those Jesus projectiles, Lord. right? She shoots out. It becomes like a very simple bullet hell sort yeah. of thing where just a few bullets fly across the screen. You can't dodge those. You can't. I ended up. I That's ended up bad, just ducking. Yeah. I just ducked to make my character model smaller <laughs> in hoping that they wouldn't hit because you can't dodge them. Yeah. No, um, I agree. That that was um, that was bad. That final. It was boss, bad. And also, uh, there was a section where it was like a trial and error, sort of limbo-esque, you know, die a lot and respawn and through trial and error. Which part was that? Work your way. It was, um, it was just in one of the worlds. Yeah. It was like, you know, you'll walk along and then suddenly spikes will appear up. Oh, that place. Yeah, that place was sucky too. (laughs) Yeah. So it's basically, you walk along. And then the floor will fall beneath you and you learn you have to jump over that. Mm-hmm. Or you walk um, you walk up to a point and like an axe will fly across the screen and you have to learn to time it yeah. to go across at the right time without being cut in half. Yeah. And in those situations, having bad movement is terrible. So these spikes that come up to the floor, to trigger them, you have to get just in front of them. Yep. And as we were saying before... Or jump over them. Could both, you jump over them? Both equally difficult, but yeah. Uh, uh, for the, well, I mean, both very awkward yeah. uh, and very aggravating when you don't have control over your mm-hmm. character. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. Um, I thought I thought that was some of the worst sections of it. No, I think I, I, think I agree with you. Um, it just handled like a big pile of steaming poo. Big poo-poos. Um... Yeah, it certainly does. I kind of love it for it, though. <laughs> um, yeah. Did Did you play with a controller, by no, the way? No, I played with a keyboard. Uh, I reckon with a controller. I don't know if I had... Um, if you could use controllers. Yeah, they, I they said there was gamepad support. 
in the options. Okay. Uh, I think that would have been maybe easier to get around because it was a bit of a kerfuffle with the fingers I found. Yeah, I, I was annoyed you couldn't. I tried to rebind the keys and it didn't let me. There wasn't an option to mm. rebind anything. Um, so I just had to sort of pick what felt most comfortable out of the options they gave. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I totally see those criticisms and I found those parts frustrating to the point where one of them I didn't actually even bother to finish. Um, yeah. But actually, you know what? It wasn't the bullet hell thing that annoyed me about that. It was the, um, the puzzle that annoyed me about that. Um, yeah. I found that like a certain kind of stressful that I don't think I've really experienced in a video game and I didn't like it, so I bailed out. Really? Yeah. So I, th- I thought the final boss was easily my favorite bit. Wow, okay. Uh, and I thought it was a really great final boss. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a, just a really, it was a moment, I was fully drawn into the game yeah. in that final boss. It was hard. Uh, I, I got to a point where I was like, I'm I'm never gonna be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, but then I just did it one time. Yeah, sure. Uh, because because you can get to that point in like a minute, two minutes. You can get to the final part of the boss mm. within like two minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's really not a big section. It's just that you have one chant when you get to that two minutes, and it's quite tricky. And then you just have to wait another two minutes before you can get to that point again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the final boss, uh, slight spoilers, but it's, well, not really. Uh, at the start, it sort of mentions this woman who you're trying to save. Mm-hmm. And there's some other mention of women throughout the game, but you're not really sure who this lady is or what's going on. And uh, the final boss is a floating woman who sort of moves her arms and distorts and then will sort of morph into a ball and sort of float around and the animations are so nice for yeah. that boss yeah They're, they look incredible the way this sort of twisting woman morphs into the ball and back out looks great mm-hmm. uh you have this crazy pumping like synth track that's really intense yep sort of um what's it called what's that game called don't know man so many games um the one with the animals and the top down hotline Miami, yeah, mm. like hotline Miami esque uh, synth track, and it was just like a really cool fight. It was also kind of um, near auto- or automata ish, yeah. When you like sort of, it's like you were hacking this character, and you go from combat into a sort of puzzle, and the puzzles were quite tricky, but it was very intense. Mm. And there were three stages where you had to do it each time. The puzzle got harder, and it just felt great. Oh, I actually the, really enjoyed that the, fight. The, the, like the time it gave you to do the puzzle was just always just slightly too short and it just drove me absolutely insane. Did you, did you turn the, did you learn that you could turn the things, you could change the direction that the discs were spinning? So interestingly, that's the first thing I thought and I didn't realize, um, the, the way you're supposed to do it. Um, so basically there's just like a, a, line going through this circle and you have to make sure that all the gaps of these like circles going around it are line up yeah it's kind of it's kind of like a log if you imagine that you have to get to the center uh, and around that center lots of circles mm-hmm. each with a gap in and they all rotate and there's a line going up and you have to line it up so that the line is in between those gaps in the circle yeah and you can you for each of the circles going around you can move them 
clockwise or counterclockwise, um, but they're always yep. rotating in different um, degrees, whatever. Um, and I think when I first got it, I thought I had to get them all lining up as they were going round. I didn't realize you could lock them in. Oh, right. So okay. I was like, okay, so I have to get them all lined up in one go and then press enter oh, or whatever geez. it was. <laughs> that would have been impossible. Um, I think... I think I like did it once <laughs> and then I realized <laughs> that you could actually just lock them in um, one at a time, right? which made it significantly easier and was quite a relief. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely took me a few goes before I realized you didn't just have to wait for the circles to mm. be in the right place. You could actually turn them so it was slightly quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that boss fight, actually. Mm-hmm. It's in my top bosses of 2019. Wow, that's that's really impressive. Easily. Have you Easily. fought any other bosses this year? Yes. Yeah? Ooh. Maybe not. <laughs> it is still January. Maybe not. Yeah, still early, mate. Yeah. We'll but I feel it. like I would have... There's got to be... C- come on. Next year we'll I've do... probably done This something. year we'll do um, bosses of the year. Best bosses. Yeah. As well as Game of the Year. We'll have a big double up. Yeah, we'll do two. Beautiful. Because that episode wasn't long Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the animations before as well. Yeah. They were very nice. Very delicious. A lot of a lot of really pretty, pretty animations when you're like running towards an edge and you wobble by the edge. Mm, and Just, just general nice walking stuff. and breathing and yeah. all really pretty. All there was a really good. nice one. There's that one that was sort of... Um, I didn't realize you could uh, skip cutscenes as well. Mm. Uh, and there was that one where the guy like injects himself. Mm. It's like a haunted mansion level, and there's this bad guy who chucks in all these like syringes. You assume into himself, and it's like got this like noise every time he does it, and then he just like collapses to the floor and gets back up and does it and like collapses, and then he starts mutating into this massive thing. Man, you want to talk about that was something that that felt like like the nicest animation. Felt like um, Neuro Automata. Like that fight was like so. um, Whatever that woman's called. Yeah, she was the same as the. uh, Can't remember the character's name in near. But it's very much the, the same story, sort of thing. I mean, not Very quite, similar. Not quite similar. A big metal lady <clears throat> dress. Yeah. It looked very similar. Uh, yeah. The Maiden of Knives or something like that. Um, yeah, the animation's cool. The, the, the sound design's pretty freaking rad. That's um, definitely not what she's called. <laughs> <laughs> I just Googled it. Nothing of the sort. Um, yeah, the sound design and the music is um, all very good. There's this moment where you get on this elevator and it's going really fast and I can't really remember it now <laughs> very well to be honest in terms of how it sounded but like I think it's a lot of strings and they just like as you would imagine are rising and they get like faster and harder and then they sort of um break and and you're like thrown up as the elevator uh stops and then you come back down and then from the background just looms over you this huge um robotic gross monster guy who's really easy. oh it's crazy um, but it just it's lo- crazy it looks so good and it sounds so good um and it's and the it's animation like, this beat comes in it's like oh yeah it's really really something it looked incredible it yeah. looked incredible that boss yeah. and it, imagine like a massive uh like 80s pixel 
still boss. And then imagine that boss just, like, breathing and rocking back and forwards. And the pixels just morphing and looking incredible. And also there were times when, like, that helicopter appeared. Mm. That looked amazing. And when you're chased by that big uh, spiky ball Indiana Jones style. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those all looked great. Yeah. Those all look great. The sounds as well were very, like, nice and heavy. Yeah. It's like that. When you'd swing your axe and... There were these pixel tables and chairs and barrels in the background, and you'd swing your axe and you'd like break these pixel barrels. Mm. That looked great too and sounded really good. And there was screen shake as well when you did it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good game, dude. I enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. Anything else we want to mention? Um, Anything else? The color palette, we didn't really touch on too much. It's nice. Yeah, it's so it's uh very classic. Four colors. The main for most of the game it's like cyan, magenta, black and white. Mm. And just the whole thing's made of that, but there are times in the game where it'll swap to a different four colors and it looks really good. It also sort of plays into that dream thing because there'll be times when because you have such limited colors, uh two things of the same color will overlap and you sort of lose track of them. Mm. And I thought that worked quite well. Yeah. Uh, And they use that to their advantage, like these black zombie monsters within dark areas. So all you could see was their face because their face had like a little purple smiley face (laughs) and they'd move around and then they'd move out of a shadow and suddenly you'd see a zombie running at you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. Good game. Yeah. uh, I mean... Super aggravating with the movement, but other than that, I enjoyed it. Definitely. Um, a goodie. A goodie, yeah, I think so. Um, is there very, any- very, th- very three HR sort of game? Yeah, it is right. Yeah, you can play it in three hours also, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. What do you? What am I playing this yeah. week? Uh, so. Talking about from a very 3HR game to a non-very 3HR game, <laughs> this was one that I wasn't sure if I was going to make you play, and then I thought, you know what? This is part of the reason why we made the podcast, it is to just make each other play these games that we want the other person to play. Yeah. So, I'm not even going to clue you. I'm just going to go <laughs> straight in and just break the news to you. Oh, gosh. I want you to play three hours of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Online. Oh, mate, that's so cruel. Yep. Oh, I do have a pro controller like, now. Really? Yeah. Perfect. Well, there you go, buddy. Oh, that's so stressed. Did there we you already go. do Smash? Yes. <laughs> that's part of the reason why I thought... What is it with you with uh, repeating Nintendo games? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about that, and we've got it. We've set a precedent for it. It worked well last time. We're doing it. Uh, am I going to play with you or just randos? Uh, I assume just randos. Oh. That's so stressful. Well, <laughs> it's nice. You can do that over the whole week, you know. Ten minutes here, fifteen minutes here. Yeah. You're right. I'm looking, f- I'm looking forward to hearing your experience. Okay. That's fair. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, bud. Cool. Um, uh, just, I, been, uh, we've got a couple of nice um, reviews from people 
Um, yeah, thank you for that. That's um, always appreciated. One one person was called <laughs> Yeety Boy, you know, and that's nice. Um, and uh, the other one I got was just a bunch of emojis. So Yeety Boy, thank you for your lovely review. Uh, great podcast and very entertaining. However, might not be for you. Uh, <laughs> I would really love means. to see them review Warframe, a free to play. Uh, you know, we actually probably should do Warframe at some point. Didn't didn't we almost do it once? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think we played it, and I think then we recommend. I recommended it because I was like, we should just do this, and then, um, and then we ended up being like, oh, we don't want to talk about this, do we? And then we did it. We did a fruit bowl episode instead. Um, so yeah. I think like for the first five minutes of whatever, I think it was the second fruit bowl episode. Um, we, I, I mentioned Warframe. Mentioned it. Um, but I've, I'd be I've, down for doing it at some point. I've I've played a bit more of it since then. Um, yeah, yeah, you have, haven't you? I have it on my Switch. It's a good Switch I hear good game. things about it. I'll pl- let's play on Switch. Uh, not oh, <laughs> at, some point, at some point. At some point. One of these days. <laughs> at some point. Uh, so, Yeedy Boy, thank you. Um, and and the other uh, we was also had... Emojis. We have big smiley face emoji, yeah. big smiley face emoji, disappointed emoji, normal face emoji, suggestive face emoji, thumbs yeah. up emoji. You said suggestive face? Uh, I would say smug face. Uh, okay. But you you probably right. You're more of a I uh, <laughs> really I'm more of an emoji person. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Uh and to the to Mr. Emoji, he said, Great podcast, keep it up. Uh all that review stuff, I love it, but we have to disagree to, we have to agree to disagree on our opinions for games like Octodad. I would also love to add the description. Um wait. I would also like to add the description on Halo 2 was the second best part of this podcast. So, I love that as well. So, which, I one, love of, the, which one of us is the first best part of the best part of this podcast? Well, yeah, what, what is the best part of this podcast? Yeah. Is it me um, or Lockie? Vote now. Vote now. Uh, Get it in. But um, I also love, you know, him saying that we'll agree to disagree on games like Octodad. Because you've got to love a bit of discussion. Yeah, I mean, Octodad's a pretty trash video game, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you to both you guys. Much appreciated. Very appreciated. Um, always nice to hear. Um, I, you know what? If a day ever comes where, like... You know how you, like, you watch, like, some online content with, like, a couple people that are in it all the time? And sometimes you're like, oh, it's that guy is in it this time. And you're a little bit annoyed because you don't really like that person that much. Or right. like, you just generally like, you have people you prefer on a podcast. Of or course. Like, and the other people are like, you're fine, you're fine. Um, I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to to either of us. It really can be either of us um, being the more preferred and the least preferred for different people. That would be exciting. <laughs> I mean, uh, that that's happens instantly i feel like yeah it is it's like an instant decision that's it's like, it's like oh. a very instant decision yeah. so i reckon that'll people will be making that decision which yeah. is fun it is fun i like it i also one day um, want to i think we mentioned this before i would love to know what people think we look like yeah me too that would be very exciting draw us yeah just send in drawings of what we, think <laughs> we look like yeah that'd be fun yeah all right well <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> one, one of these days. One of these days, eh? Yeah. Cool. Well, I will see right, you uh, next next uh, Monday. Cool. Yeah. 
Sounds good. See you later. Bye. Peace.